when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I've got a, a, a crime files, Andrew. Right. But I need your permission to do it because... Why? It's really long. That's all right. So this kind of... This is almost like a reformatting of mints because everything is like... You're going to get like a couple of longies. Right. Well, that's... <laughs> I, I quite like long, it. Longy special, we call this episode. I don't know. Well, okay, I'm, well, let's see where we do, get to. Do you need me to do the noise? I do, but I apologise for taking up so much freaking time. I'll just get on with it, will you? All right. Are you ready with the um, noise? Fairly ready. Crime Files. The small Lancashire village of Pendleton is a close-knit community where neighbours keep an eye out for each other and the local police force encounters very little crime. With its 14th century church, village pond and picture postcard High Street, it was a great place to live. And then Thursday the 11th of November 2018 arrived... And all that was to change. Neil Hunt owned a small nonsense pottery at the end of the high street next to the convenience store. It was 12.30pm as he stood outside the nonsense pottery staring at a large Mercedes car that had parked illegally on his forecourt. It had been there for over 30 minutes and the owner had still not returned. Neil needed to pop next door into the shop to purchase his Thursday lunchtime pie and tinned rice pudding. Worried that the owner of the vehicle might return whilst he was in the shop, he had penned a note to stick to the car's windscreen. It didn't pull any punches. Might as well have one. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. To the pig ignorant owner, stroke Todd warrior of this vehicle. My name is Neil Hunt, and I own the nonsense pottery that you were virtually blockaded with this vulgar, ostentatious Todd chariot. Firstly, it makes it impossible for passers-by to approach the beautiful display of pottery tat in my window display, and secondly, it obstructs access to my pottery for other users. This is forecourt is strictly for loading and unloading or for parking my Nissan, not for an hour's stay while you creep around the village eyeing up the women in your cheap business suit from fucking Primark. I don't know you, but an educated guess would be that you are pig-ignorant, small-cocked, selfish, pretentious peddler of Todd. Yours, Neil fucking Hunt. Yay! Neil then nipped into the convenience store to purchase his pie and rice pudding. But on inspecting the chilled cabinet, all the pies were out of stock. No pies? No fucking pies? Don't they know it's Thursday pie day? What the fuck is going on? Neil approached the man behind the till. I say you! Yes, you! What happened to all the fucking pies? Were you ram-raided by, by a fucking Weight Watchers escapee or something? 
Uh, no, the bloke who just left bought every pie, uh, chicken, steak and potato, mincing onion, steak and kidney. Yes, all right, I get it. All the fucking pies. <laughs> Neil rushed out of the shop to catch up with the pie hoarder. And there he was, stood next to the Mercedes, reading the note Neil had written. It was Sean Dyche, manager of the Burnley Footballing Club. Yep. 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 (laughs) Ah, I see you got the note. Maybe you will think twice now before you park so carelessly. Yes, Sean Dyche. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's a very powerful note. Yes, it is. It is, isn't it? Now, I noticed you bought all the pies from the shop. I was wondering if in the circumstances of your ape behaviour, I could have one of those pies. You see, I have one every Thursday lunch, and if I don't, it will make me tend towards the anxious. Yes, of course. Why don't we go inside your shop and, you know, enjoy a pie together? Yes, yes, we... Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, we should do that. Very reasonable of you. I'm Neil Hunt, by the way. Local nonsense potter. Pleased to meet you. Come on, let's get inside and tuck in. The two entered the shop, and as the door closed behind them, it was immediately locked by Sean. Nice. <laughs> Sit down, little Potterman. Let's make ourselves at home. Right, we can both sit here at my design table. Nice to have some company, actually. There are so many clonkers out there, I rarely leave the shop. Sean picked up a roll of packaging tape. I don't blame you. Now, put your hands behind your fucking back and we'll have a nice little chat. What? No, fucking won't! No, I fucking won't! I should have known you were a man of Todd. Get out of the pottery! With that, Sean slapped Neil full on the temple. Do what Mr. Dice tells you, Potter. That's the Burnley way. No? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is happening here? I mean, do you know who I am? Who are you? I'm Neil fucking Hunt, Nonsense Potter, and I should fucking warn you that my brother owns a sword shop and my sister-in-law has an 11-year-old boy at karate school. Sean tied Neil's hands behind his back with the tape. So you want a pie, do you, little Potter? Well, here is how it's going to go. Open your mouth and prepare for pie. It's the food of the gods. And the fuel of my tribe. Now I've got to. I've lost my music, you know, Andy. Have you? Yeah, it was a free thing, and they've made, and it's disappeared. Oh. So it's a new. He's. Uh, That's a shame. Yeah. See if I can. So. I wonder which one this is. Sorry, Andy. No, that's all right. I think it might be. I'll edit some of this bit out. Sean then began to force a whole steak and kidney pie into Neil's mouth. You're fucking choking me! Fucking hell! <laughs> Sean then began forcing a mince and, mince and potato pie into Neil's face. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Have you taken leave of what any little sense you were born with? This is England, not the fucking Democratic Republic of shit shovelers! <laughs> Stop mithering, Potter. Now get this short crust chicken and leek down your neck. I've got all the flavours. <laughs> Dipstick in the shop told me. And as Sean continued to feed the muck into Neil's mouth, he began to design the music for a new inspirational wav. Yeah. Get that down your neck. Oh, no. <laughs> 
get that down, you <laughs> little... Ah, fucking stop it! Get the pie down your neck. Get the pie down your neck. A good tune, that I like it. <laughs> now, do I have your permission to park my car on your forecourt whenever I want, Potter? Yes, yes, just, yes, just fucking leave. Please, just leave me alone. And with that, Sean Dyche left the shop and drove away, leaving Neil slumped on his nonsense chair, covered in fats and filling. Why? <laughs> Why did it have to be little old me? I'm I once ran a 5k for women's health and I'm a qualified first aider. Neil was discovered in a pool of his own vomit by a customer four hours later. Since that day, he's erected a line of concrete bollards in front of his shop to stop cars parking. This, this has reduced his already paltry trade by 50%. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's end with this. <laughs> there you go. That was Crime Files, Andrew. Very nice. Oh, I've, it's uh, summer, isn't it? It's summer, yeah. Killed a bit of time. Crime Files, do you reckon? Why, I... Are you ready with your, um... Just about... I see that Data Breaking Bad's trailer has nicked my um, motorcycle <laughs> noise. It. Yeah. Shit. Honestly, the reach of Atletico Mints. So Vince Gilligan sat in his LA um, Very possibly, home yeah. so, saying, Oh, I love this Mints. Oh, what's that sound? <laughs> I gotta have it. Uh, where is it? Wait till Brian hears this. <laughs> uh, I am ready. Okay. Crime Files. The Derbyshire Dales count amongst the most beautiful areas of the British countryside. The hamlet of Brockham is the jewel in its crown. Once famous for the production of sieves and brass buttons, it is now a rural escape for the well-to-do of the large Midland towns. But even in such an idyll such as this, if you scratch the surface, there is evil lurking below, waiting to rear its head. On the 2nd of March 2009, there was not so much as a scratch, but a full-blown excavation. On the outskirts of the village was a small refurbished barn. It was the home and workplace of Neil Hunt, a nonsense potter. That day he was alone in the pottery, talking to his clay wholesaler on the telephone. This is Neil Hunt, nonsense potter, and I'm very dissatisfied with the latest batch of clay you sent me. Your terms and conditions clearly stated that it had a very low shrinkage rate and excellent plasticity. Well, that was a fucking lie. I threw a military-themed soup bowl on my wheel and it had warped before I even got a chance to kill it. What are you going to do about it? Tell me, what are you going to do about it? Come on, tell me, I fucking dare you. My, no, shit, sorry. <laughs> my, my, my technique, my technique. You have actually just said that. I'm Neil fucking Hunt, the greatest nonsense potter to have walked these fucking lonely streets. <laughs> and you, sir, are the biggest fucking fraud in this shitty kingdom. Take this as your notice to fuck off. 
At that moment, a customer entered the shop. It was Steve McLaren, ex-England footballing strategist and founder member of the British Manager's Lunch Club. Thank you all for early. Hello, Mr Potter. What a lovely shop. Yeah, what do you want? What do you actually want? Do you want to actually want some nonsense pottery or are you just a rim kicker? <laughs> yes, I'm very interested in a purchase. It's my snake Casper's fifth birthday and I thought he might like a little pottery tableau. You know, like a pottery shoe with some kittens poking the sweet innocent faces out. Did you say snake? You're buying a gift for a snake. Is your mind touching the fucking void or something? No, don't be daft. Casper is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. He's like a bucket of peaches with creamy whipped cream on top and a sprinkling of cuddles. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> and you think he would like a pottery fucking shoe? <laughs> yes, I do. I think it would give him a fun rush and a lovely smiley moment. If you say so. By the way, a piece of orange glaze seems to have drifted onto your forehead. You'd best brush it off. No, you silly Rodney from the Plunkish County. That's my hair island. There once was a manager had an incredible idea. It came to him while shopping on the first floor of Ikea. He stared into a mirror at the island on his head and realised in that moment that all other styles were dread. He'd grown a hair island. A hair island. It's me hair island, you naughty bugger. <laughs> Fucking halfwit. I've, I've only got one piece that might be suitable. It's on that shelf there by the military-themed potty. Steve walked over to the shelf and reached up for the kitten shoe tableau. But as he did so, he knocked the military-themed potty and it fell to the floor, smashing into a hundred pieces. <laughs> Quite a long one, I think. What have you done? What have you actually gone and fucking done? That pottery is irreplaceable. Why me? Why is it always little fucking me? I've given literally hundreds of pounds to useless kids over the years. I sometimes wish I never fucking bothered. Oh, come on, Mr Hunt. It's just a bit of nonsense, potter, potty, pottery. Surely you can knock another one up. Neil grabbed McLaren by the collar of his Mossbrost blazer. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh. Knock up another? I'll fucking knock you up, sunshine! <laughs> Calm down, you silly Rodney St. Clonker. I'm sure we can settle this amicably. But Neil was in no mood to compromise. He began shaking McLaren, McLaren covering his blazer with spit as he barked in anger. You fucking pay for that long and hard! Do you realise how many nonsense hours went into crafting that military shitting pot? Casper! Casper, come quick! Help me, my darling! Casper, the snake, rushed through the door and raised his head up facing Neil. And that snake can fuck off! You should know that my sister-in-law's father is in the fraud squad and my brother is in negotiations to purchase a knife factory! <laughs> fuck me! That snake stinks! With that, Casper leapt at Neil and coiled his body around Neil's neck. He began to squeeze tightly and Neil's face began to redden under the pressure. Call him up! Call him! Fucking <laughs> off!
But Steve didn't say a word, and soon enough, fell, Steve Neil fell to the floor unconscious, and his slacks covered in urine. Casper released his grip. Oh, thank you, thank you, Casper, my little jug of gravy bear bravery. Look what I got for your birthday. It's a shoe and kitten pottery tableau. Casper smiled. I knew it would give you a smiley moment and a fun rush. <laughs> 20 minutes later, Neil came round to find his shop empty. A note on his table explained that Steve was taking the shoe cat tableau as compensation for dry cleaning of his Mossbrus blazer. This fucking country, these fucking Todd warriors are taking over. But believe me, I won't go without a fight. I'm Neil fucking Hunt. Nonsense, Potter. <laughs> Crime files. <laughs> poor, poor Neil. Getting very frustrated <laughs> with the world, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shame, <laughs> is Oh, man. Crime files. There are monsters all around us, hiding in plain sight. Who can you trust? Which one is out to get you? Are you safe for speaking to no one and locking yourself away from the world? Evil doesn't have a face. Evil doesn't introduce itself and give you fair warning. A small, smiling, innocent-looking fool might just turn out to be the bogeyman you feared as a child. The small Berkshire town of Kemble had a population of just over 800, a small thriving high street and a reputation as one of the most popular commuter destinations for the London, the high street, the London, the high street, the middle classes. <laughs> Nothing much happened apart from the annual Kemble Fair and the occasional visit of a tourist bus to visit the Stone Circle on the Village Green. That was until the 14th of June 2019 when a certain Mr Dom Littlewood pulled into town in search of a cowboy builder he wanted to expose. No. Yeah. It was shorty. Wasn't it? Neil Hunt was the local nonsense potter and had his workshop come gallery in a small stone barn just behind the high street. He was at his wheel fashioning a nonsense pottery milk jug when Dom Littlewood entered. All right, Chief. Nice little place you got here. What's the play? What's your angle? Excuse me? Excuse me for wondering this, but what on earth has it got to do with you? That's a friendly inquiry, son. What are you selling? What's your grift? What's your markup? How are your margins? I'd have, I'd have thought it was pretty obvious. I'm a nonsense potter selling nonsense pottery at a very reasonable rate for the hours I put into each piece. Now, can I help you with something? And if not, take a fuck-off notice and serve it on yourself. Wow, no need to get cautionary on me. I was just wondering if you had any building works done on this drum. Yes, of course I have. I needed the floor reinforcing for the kiln and those skylights installed so I could see what I'm doing here. Listen, do you want to buy a piece or are you just a cockney prick passing the time of day before the, your crack dealer turns up? I'm just looking for a builder. Wondered if you had a recommendation for me. Ah, what I used to, I used a local man, Derek Phillips, a fucking ape of a man, but he did his work within schedule and without, without playing a fucking radio all day. Oh, Derek Phillips, yeah. I'd like to have a word with him. Do you have his number, Andy, or an address? 
Yes, but I'm not giving it to you without his permission. You could well be a Todd warrior, as far as I know. How about if I was to buy one of these pointless nonsense vases? Would that loosen your pottery tongue? No, it wouldn't. Now, fuck off. Dom grabbed a large elephant-themed vase from the shelf and dropped it to the floor. Oh, how clumsy of me. Feel like talking now, pottery man? Fuck, hang on. What the... What, what, what the fuck are you doing? How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? That vase is worth 200 fucking quid. You pay for that, sunshine. And what's fucking more, I'm calling the police. Neil picked up his mobile phone, but it was immediately grabbed from him by Dom. Let's have a look through the contacts, shall we? See if there's a certain Derek Phillips in there. You tiny, bald fuck wallet. Give me my phone back or I'll fucking thrust you to within an inch of your tedious life. At this point, Dom grabbed the largest item on the shelf, an orange and black Wallander vase decorated with images of canine police <laughs> canine police units. Yeah. No, no. No, no, not the canine sniffer dog centrepiece. Do you realise? Do, do you even have a clue how valuable that piece is? Well, maybe 200 nicker, give or take a pony. You cheeky little cunt. It's worth well over a thousand pounds and cheap at that price. You should know that before you continue, that my wife's cousin Timothy owns a camper van with flame decals and my godparent's son owns a shop that's allowed to sell bullets. <laughs> Very interesting. Ah, here it is, Derek Phillips Builder. Let's give him a bell, shall we? Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare, you little chimp. With that, Neil dived at Dom with all the force he could muster. The canine police vase shattered on the floor and the phone was thrust from Dom's hand. Dom pulled a Leatherman utility tool from his bomber jacket and thrust the Phillips screwdriver attachment into Neil's lower back. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck me, that's tart. What are you thinking of, you little Todd sausage? And my vase, just look at it, fucking look at it. All that work, why me? Why is it always fucking little old me? I went to a Macmillan coffee morning yesterday and I once ran a 5K in aid of dogs with monge. <laughs> Dom climbed on top of him and switched his tool to the penknife blade. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you actually fucking doing? I'm Neil Hunt, nonsense Potter. I'm fucking invincible. Oh, is that so? Well, let's see what happens when I gouge your eye out with his blade. Dom slowly brought the blade towards Neil's right and main potting eye. Just as Neil could resist no more, the door of the pottery opened and in walked builder Derek Phillips. I saw you uh, rang and I was just passing, so I thought I'd pop in. Yes, yes, fuck off with the storytelling and get this fucking boiled egg off me. Derek picked Dom up and held him mid-hair. What do you want me to do with him, boss? Bite him. <laughs> fucking bite him. Bite him all over his shiny fucking skull and then we'll lock him in the kiln until fucking pancake day. 
And as Derek's teeth repeatedly penetrated Dom's head and face, Neil looked to the sky and declared, I'm Neil fucking Hunt and I'm loving my life. (laughs) Dom was released from the kiln the following day when his film crew came looking for him. He was unable to explain what had happened as his mind had flattened and reversed inwards. Crime Files. (sighs) Oh, blimey. Well, he's that unlucky, was, that isn't he? was a good. That felt like two equals coming together. Yeah, and uh, battling to the death almost. To the but death. they just got chucked in the kiln. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Crime Files. Little Aston is an affluent area in the district of Litchfield, some seven miles north of Birmingham. There are around a thousand properties in the village, of which some 20% are valued at over £1 million. Unsurprisingly, it is an enclave for professional footballers and celebrities and frequently referred to as Millionaire's Row. In the nearby town of Streetly, just off the High Street, is located a small nonsense pottery owned and run by Mr Neil Hunt. On the 28th of October 2019, this pottery was to be the scene of an infamous, infamous, infamous and yeah. horrible crime. The day started as usual, with Mr Hunt taking delivery of a batch of fresh clay and some replacement brick liners for his kiln. There you go, mate. 250 grams of buff-throwing clay, five litres of transparent glaze, and... uh, Hold on! (laughs) Let me just stop you there. Did you just call me mate? Did, Did you just assume that we were somehow friends when all that's actually going on here is a simple nonsense pottery business transaction? Oh, it's just a figure of speech, mate. You did it again! You you just had the fucking gall to slap a mate on me after I just indicated to you that it was inappropriate. Do it again and you can stick this delivery up your shit pipe and take a fuck-off notice back to your boss. So what's it going to be? Go on, I dare you. Do it again. Um, sorry, Mr Hunt. I didn't mean anything by it. No, you Todd warriors never fucking do. Now, where do I sign? You are just here on the docket. 
There you go. Now fuck off, mate, and lose your attitude. I'm Neil Hunt, nonsense Potter, not some barstool crooner looking for compliments from a fucking clown. Just as he leaves, two men enter the shop. It's Jack Grealish and John Terry. All right, mate. We're looking for a nice bit of nonsense pottery for Jack's mum. What did you say? I said we're looking for a pot for Jack's mum, mate. Tell me, who are you actually speaking to? You, mate. Listen, I don't know you from Adam. I'm not your mate. And if you continue to insist that I am, I will ask you to leave the pottery. All right, calm down, sweetheart. Sweetheart, sweetheart. Go on, get out of my shop. You're just another Todd warrior. I can spot them a mile off. Go on, leg it. Jack Grealish turned to leave. But as he did so, he brushed his leg against a pot stand and fell to the floor. I'm so sorry. I'm wearing very heavy shoes and thick socks and I lost my balance. Get up, Jack, and stand still, you muppet. Don't you fucking dare stand still. Keep walking and make your way to the Todd cabin that you undoubtedly crawled from under. Jack turned to leave again, but sadly tripped himself up on the corner of a military-themed rug on the floor. As he reached to steady himself, he grabbed another pot stand and a UK garden fruits-themed vase. (laughs) A UK garden fruits-themed vase fell crashing to the floor. What have you done? What have you actually fucking done? I spent over 18 hours on that UK garden fruit special. Why is it always little old me? Every other week, I give stock cubes to the food bank and I take ice buns to the prostate support group every fourth meeting. I don't fucking deserve this toddery. Oh, look, mate. Don't fucking make me, you cockney pellet. At that point, Jack takes a step forward to apologise. Sorry, Mr Potter, it's just that with the heavy leather shoes and the thick-knit socks combined with the draft coming from the kiln outlet, I lost my balance. Well, it's your fucking bank balance that's going to take a hit now. That UK Garden Fruits Pot retails at £350 and I want it now. Give me your debit card. Go on, give it me now, you fucking stirrup. But as Neil Hunt barked out these words to Jack... John Terry had already grabbed a sharp edge of the broken UK fruit spot and slashed it across Neil's face, instantly drawing blood. Don't you talk to my boy like that, mate. What have you done? What have you actually fucking done? I should warn you that my sister's new fella owns the most accurate catapult in the West Midlands and my... Brother-in-law's neighbour is a graffiti artist. Listen, mate, it was an accident, right? Caused by your failure to secure the rug to the floor. No, it wasn't. No, it fucking wasn't. Even a child couldn't fall due to contact with the lip of that military-themed rug. Oh, yeah. Well, let's check the CCTV, shall we? The three of them gathered around Neil's computer screen as the footage of the fall was replayed. Neil zoomed in on Jack's foot at the moment his fall commenced. It was clear that there was no contact between the rug and Jack's foot. Ha! There you go! I fucking knew it! I fucking knew it! Now cough up! 350 fucking quid! Nah, mate. That military theme rug definitely made a move towards my Jack. It's all about intent, innit? Well, can we just leave it, Mr Terry? Truth is, my eyebrows feel very heavy today, and what with the heavy shoes and socks, I did lose my balance. Shut it, Jack. We ain't paying for nothing. Terry 
held the sharp pot against Neil's throat, drawing more blood. Is that all agreed, Potter? Yes, 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 okay, okay, just get out of my pottery. As Jack and Terry left the shop and Neil held a Belinda wipe to his bleeding neck, Terry noticed a photograph on the shelf by the door. Who's this bird? It's my brother's wife, Yvonne. Oh, tasty, I'm having that. Fuck, I get Todd worries. I don't know, don't even know why I fucking bother. On leaving the shop, Jack immediately fell to the floor again. Sorry, I didn't expect the pavement to be so rippled. <laughs> Crime files. <laughs> Crime files. Uh, whoops. The Gloucestershire village of Toddington lies 12 miles to the north of Cheltenham, a peaceful and wealthy place that is home to a law-abiding population of some 400. Just behind the high street in a converted chapel is the workshop and sales room of local nonsense potter Mr Neil Hunt. The 22nd of May 2018 was to be a day that neither Mr Hunt nor the residents of Toddington would ever forget. Neil was... (laughs) Neil was sat at his desk rubbing at a stain on his brown slacks with a light green sponge. He had split, spilt some Icelandic skier pudding onto them and was mumbling under his breath. <laughs> Fucking foreign yoghurts. Could they have made this mug any harder to open? I mean, what's wrong with a fucking lid that you can actually get a grip on? He then noticed the telephone number of a consumer hotline on the side of the skier pot. He rang the number. Yes, maybe you can help me. I've just opened one of your muck pots and the force needed to rip off the foil seal was the same as you would need to rip the ear off a sleeping rabbit. As a result, I've spilt your tasteless offering all over my nearly new slacks. What colour? What colour? What colour brown, of course. I'm not a gender web. So what are you going to do? What are you actually going to do? What do you intend to do to make this right? No, I don't want a replacement pot. I never want to set my eyes on this foreign chod again. You can tell your Icelandic overlords that I'd rather eat some heron tod than this impenetrable dairy sludge. Now, fuck off! At that moment, the door to the shop opened and in walked the football manager, Nigel Pearson. Hello there, what do you want? Tell me, go on, tell me, what do you actually want? I'm after a nice bit of pottery, <laughs> something humorous and light-hearted. Maybe a seal holding a beach ball or a clown carrying an old battered suitcase. Well, I'm afraid you've come to the wrong place. I don't produce frou-frou. This is a serious nonsense pottery. Maybe you should try the Argos catalogue or the local boot sale. Excuse me, but do I detect an attitude in your voice? Do I sense an indifferent patronising tone to your words? perhaps suggesting that I am inferior to what you are. Maybe, maybe not. And anyway, what's it to you? I've answered your question and now I'd like you to leave. Goodbye. Are you looking for a fight? Physical fight? Do you want to fight me? If you do fight me, it is a fight that you will lose because I am an excellent fighter. No, I don't want to fight. What are you, a child? You don't look like a child, so why are you acting like one? Has your mind turned in on itself and turned into a Todd bun? Go on, get out! At this juncture, Pearson grabbed Neil by the scruff of his neck and lifted him clean off the ground. 
nobody, and I mean nobody, likens me to a child. And let me tell you, if I were a child, I would be a child that fights and wins most of those fights. The few fights I lose would be against all the children or the parents of children I have just beaten in a fight. Let go of me! Let go of me! Look, I should warn you that my brother owns a sword shop that sells bullet necklaces and handmade post-apocalyptic zombie knives! Yeah, but your brother isn't here, is he? And even if he were, he would lose a fight against me because I am the best fighter in the school. Nigel threw Neil against the door of his kiln. Neil slumped down to the floor, his head ringing from the impact. He looked down to see a long tear in his slacks. Not my slacks. Not my fucking beautiful brown slacks. Why is it always little old me? I've donated well over £50 to Michael Ball's donkey charity and I always return my shopping trolley to the covered bay. (laughs) At this moment, into the shop walks Martin Lewis, the money-saving expert and busybody. Hello, I've come for my refund on that faulty hedgehog money bank. I return to you because the coin slot had rough edges. Fuck's sake, not you again. Look, it clearly says in big fucking letters on the website that there is no returns policy on all my nonsense pieces purchased in the sale. End fucking of. But that's against the long distance selling regulations of the Sale of Good Act. If you don't refund me, I shall be issuing a small claim against you quicker than you can log on to How to Save a Money on a Zoo. Visit at martinlewismyhero.com. Fuck you. Fuck me. You're a slice of shite. Do you want to... Sorry, this is Nigel. Oh. Fuck me. (laughs) You're a slice of shite. Do you want to fight? If you do, it will be a fight you will lose. I fight at a furious pace, and without thought to injuries I may cause, I ask you again, do you want to fight? Well, uh, what business is it? Too late. We are fighting. (laughs) Pearson jumped on Martin Lewis and proceeded to pummel him, specifically aiming his punches at the centre of his face. When he had finished, Lewis was unrecognisable. His face resembled the sick of a person who ate nothing but liver. Oh, fucking... Oh, Martin Lewis. No, this is Neil. No, Neil. Oh, fucking ha! Oh, fucking ha! Take that, Martin Lewis! I fucking love it! What a fucking beating you have had. And as for you, sir, I will make you the most humorous piece of frou-frou you could ever desire for free on me. Can it be a clown eating candy floss whilst having a dump on a melon? That is exactly what it shall be. (laughs) As Nigel carried Lewis out of the shop and dumped him in a skip, Neil was heard to mutter, I'm Neil Hunt and I'm loving my life. Crime fucking files. <laughs> there, there, there we go. A lot of hatred towards Martin Lewis. There. Well, I didn't. He re- only wants to help us. Oh, but sometimes, I sometimes, know. you know what I mean. Want to pause it, don't the you? letter of the law, fade it. Hey, Andrew. What? Do you fancy going um, for a crime files? Oh God, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, now you, um, I'll be playing Neil Hunt. Can you play the other character, yeah. Andrew? I will. Uh, I'll do my best. Okay, here we go. I'll do my best. Crime files. The small Surrey town of Merston prided itself on being a quiet and tranquil community where friendliness and hospitality were valued above all else. With its tree-lined high street and picture postcard cottages, it was often voted as one of the top ten places to live in the UK. 
That was until the 16th of June 2017, when everything was to change. Christy, Christopher Peacock was a nonsense potter who had recently moved into the town. He had taken a lease on a small shop just off the high street. It was to be a combined workshop and retail space where he would make and sell nonsense pottery, ranging from humorous novelty egg cups to more elaborately hideous vases, jugs, plates and bowls. It was the 16th of June when he first opened his doors for business. Little did he know that his first visitor would be Mr Neil Hunt, proprietor of the recently established Nonsense Pottery on the High Street. Hello there! Are you looking for anything in particular? Yes, I'm looking for the owner of this Todd Shed. Well, that would be me, bucko. And what's with the attitude? Who do you think you are, the fresh prince of shite? Oh, calm it off with your posturing, you halfwit. What I want to know is how, actually how, you have the audacity, the nerve even, to open a nonsense pottery in this town. And what's it to you, small man? What's it to me? What's it to me? I'm Neil fucking Hunt. And don't tell me you didn't know I had a nonsense pottery just a hundred yards from here on the high street. What are you trying to do? Put me out of business? Oh, that's your shed of shit, is it? You won't last two minutes once people see the beautiful nonsense I create. Beautiful? Did you say beautiful? It's only suitable for Todd Warriors and tiny, needy baby people. Look at this dinosaur-themed plate. A fly wouldn't even land itself on this disaster hewn from pure, unadulterated pigeon Todd. Take that back, you pathetico. Take it back now, before I mash up on you like a dirty mofo. But Neil didn't take it back. Instead, he threw the dinosaur plate against the wall, smashing it into a thousand pieces. Come on then, Prickyato, make a move. But I should warn you that my sister-in-law, actually, owns a full-body fencing suit and my brother's eldest son can't just spell Judith-so, he can write it down as well. Like I give, like I actually give a flying spoon of... Todd about that. I'll have you know that my brother owns a venomous snake shelter and my wife's boss, Ron Whittle, knows a formula for gunpowder. Oh, does he? Well, he's not fucking here, is he? So let's strip off and go toe to fucking toe till one of us gets anxious trousers. <laughs> Chris grabs a kiln shovel from the wall and brandishes at Neil. Now, hold on. Just hold on. Why is it always little old me? I once gave a Dayton walnut slice to a homeless man outside Lloyd's Bank. And I once gave the vicar a lift to Redhill to buy some Jesus sandals. <laughs> but his pleadings fell on deaf ears. And before he could defend, defend himself, the blade of the shovel crashed against his head and he fell out of consciousness. Two hours later, he came round to find himself tied by rope to a chair. Christopher Peacock was firing up the nonsense pottery kiln and deciding upon Neil's fate. Ah, there you are! Look at you! Not so mouth-happy now, are you? So, what shall I do with you? Chop off your bony nonsense pottery hands? Throw your Todd-ridden body into the kiln? Oh, I couldn't care less. Literally, I couldn't care one dot less. You're a fucker-choo-choo, and I'm... I'm or will, and I am always will be Neil Hunt, the greatest nonsense potter the world has ever seen. Yeah, well, here's a thought. What about you sign your pottery over to me and get the fuckaboo out of this town? It's that, or into the kiln you go. I've had the paperwork printed out. All you have to do is sign. 
Go on, then. Go on. Fucking untie me, then, and I'll sign it. But believe me when I say I will come back at you with thousands of nonsense pieces that will blow you out of the water. I'll do it online if need be. I don't give a liquid shit. Chris untied Neil and offered him the pen to sign. As he did so, Neil picked up the largest shard from the shattered dinosaur-themed plate and began to gouge at Chris's groin. In his fury, he managed to completely cut off Chris's personal pipe. Chris began to bleed profusely and Neil threw the battered appendage into the kiln. As it sizzled, as it sizzled, Neil turned to Chris. Ha, ha! That's what happens! That's what happens when you try to get the better of Neil fucking Hunt, Christopher Peacock! Ah, I've just realised you're Chris Peacock. Chris Peacock. And listen, that's your cock roasting, and it's now a crispy cock. That's fucking wonderful. Neil left his rival on the floor, caring not whether he would recover. As he closed the door behind him, he declared, I'm Neil Hunt, and I'm loving my life. So that were crime files. Always a bit graphic, isn't it? Well, well, definitely. That was very intense. Yeah. With uh, a rival for Neil there. But I, we saw him off. I very much enjoyed uh, Chris. I hope that, uh, Chris Peacock, I hope that uh, maybe he recovers and we might see him again, you know. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.